Welcome to the 116th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Man, guys, that hey, last was a nail-biter. I wasn't sure we were going to pull through. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have too much combat. Now you have too much role-playing. I never said Can't that. Be. Who are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. The the Reddit that doesn't exist. Should we have a Reddit? I feel like there's definitely a Cracked Die Reddit. How isn't there one yet? We're so famous. Are we though? It's the our caring. like thirteen patrons. We love you all. Individually. Hey, you're amazing. We love all of them, and even if you're not a patron and you listen to you our too. our soothing voices every week, we Help. appreciate you as well. I'm gonna look it up now. Uh oh. There's a crack. Di- oh, we hello. Oh yes, we have. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sean, I think you put this up. <laughs> oh, did I actually create a Reddit? Sean made the Cracked no. Die. <laughs> so I just searched the Cracked Die podcast on Reddit, and I think you just uh, did a little like shout out on the Pathfinder 2E. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I I routinely post on those sites to be like, come listen to us, please. Just, please. It's a really easy 115 episode catch up. Just play it on eight times speed. And you'll be through it in no time. Wait. I'm confused, Sean. Why did you name the Reddit Space Dicks? <laughs> oh, um, because oh, it was going to, to cross over. Into, yeah, it was going to cross over into Starfinder, and we all know that horses don't exist in space. So, <laughs> not according to Brave Star. <laughs> Brave Star. That's right. I have no context for this, and I'm kind of glad. So, when we last left, <laughs> Brave Star is a cartoon from the '80s. <laughs> Which, like mm-hmm. many cartoons in the 80s, was, you know, one season of 40 Amazing. episodes or whatever it was, and then that was it. Um, but just had, like, a, just wild swings. I feel like the 80s had a lot of, like, wild swings for cartoons, but maybe that's just me. Bucky O'Hare. Most of them Bucky were, O'Hare. <laughs> most of them were 30-minute advertisements for toys, though. Yeah, but they were, like, yeah. so Brave Star was a Native American sheriff in in the on the planet of New Texas, Hell yeah. who had a robotic anthropomorphic sometimes ho- so his horse was like a horse, but then like he would like transform into an anthropomorphic horse person, and the anthropomorphic horse person version had a blunderbuss that shot like lasers. Like I said, the best brave star. Yeah, that was the this theme is song. A fucking wild ride, right? I want to know had- how much coke the the right the thought behind that was. Well, then you had stuff like the Visionaries, which I think had I don't know ten episodes or something, which was I thought was a great comic or a great um, uh, cartoon, and someone else thought it was a great cartoon because in 2018, so like it was like ten episodes in 1984, or whatever it was, or 1987, and then in 2018, someone put Visionaries versus Transformers as a comic book series. Like, just pulled them out of the fucking, oh, wow. you know, the the ether. So, but they were, um, like, it was like fantasy, and these there were good guys and bad guys, and they went to this place to get powers, and they got, like, powers based on animals. So, like, the, one of the bad guys was, like, a gorilla, so he, like, turned into a big gorilla and beat the shit out of things, and one of the, like, the good leader of the good guys was a lion. I don't know. Then you had uh, centurions who were, like, in, in space, and they would have, like, it was all, it was all about, like, man versus technology. That... I could go on. Reminds me for no good reason about uh, how apparently they were going to name one of the original Transformers Headlamp, and then realized they couldn't do that because that is a slang term for when a woman's nipples are hard and showing through her shirt. Headlamp? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I did not know that. That's in what country? I've heard high beams. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, have exactly. heard that before. I've heard high beams too. Yeah, we've heard high beam. I've heard like I've heard, it's either head, yeah, high beam or headlamp or something like that, where it's just like your yeah, like when your nipples are poking through your shirt. <laughs> Matt, we're gonna start a spinoff podcast where 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 you talk about eighties cartoons. Okay, I'd give a good listen. It would be short. <laughs> I- <laughs> a little bit serious. <laughs> Uh, we'll content. put that behind the page- Patreon paywall. There it is. Extra there we content. go. So what we can do go. is we can just like have a couple of us. That, so I'll be on every episode, but we can cycle through so everybody else doesn't get burnt out. And we'll just watch like 10 episodes of a of a cartoon from the 80s. Just like mainline it. Main, and then talk about it. Yeah. Like Turbo Teen. <laughs> oh, Maybe there's Jesus. more to this than we thought. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> see can we also add some 90s early 90s ones too because there's some really golden ones in there that need deserve the uh oh i'm sure yes <laughs> all right you guys heard us Bobby patrons bears. on our discord if you want this let us know yes. well as great as this all sounds let's jump back to what we're all here for pathfinder 2e oh i thought it was only fans sorry guys yeah <laughs> in the wrong space <laughs> last episode you saved a halfling at the long roads coffee house and found out more information about what is going on and that a bunch of the employees and the owner of the long roads coffee house had been stolen by well i guess they weren't stolen they were abducted abducted wow. by the scarlet triad <laughs> I mean, the whole point of this is that people aren't property, Sean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I play all the bad guys, though, so, you know. So I'm then yeah. you you went to Lady Decor's School for Girls, found out that it was actually a recruit uh, recruitment joint for a secret assassin's guild, and you now have access to training from the... Lacuna effects. Yes, the Lacuna effects. L A C U N A F E X. Next time. Lacuna Matata. Yep. <laughs> uh, you left Jasper there because they're going to, or the Lacuna effects had captured three Scarlet Triad members. You have decided with Lady Decor to allow them to quote unquote escape. The students at the school are going to track them down. And keep an eye out to see where they go. You left Jasper there so that you can get the information. Well, you head to Tessin Tower. Because that is where you found out that the people who were abducted from the Long Roads Coffee House were taken. Okay. Matt, I have a very important role. And I'm just going to let you roll this, even though we talked about lores and recall knowledge last time. I want you to roll... A recall knowledge for architecture lore. Oh, that's my jam. <laughs> I know it is. All right. I see you know something about architecture. I do. I do. Okay, architecture. Not bad. Uh, I rolled a 10 for a 26. Okay. So as you are all walking towards Tessin Tower, I'm going to give you some information that you know, Twin Talon. And you can decide what you want to share with everyone else. Okay. The Alabaster Academy was once the foremost institution of higher learning in Cantargo. I will tell you why this all relates back to architecture lore in a few minutes. 
At its height, the university attracted students from across Chelyaks and beyond. Its reputation became sullied when, in 4599 AR, one of the Academy's most beloved professors was revealed to be a murderous sadist. The Academy worked hard to rebuild its reputation, but today the school's enrollment remains low and its glowing reputation is a thing of the past. Today, even with Ravnel's recent upturn in escaping Cheliaxian rule, the Academy's student body is only one quarter of what it was at its height 150 years ago. Tessin Tower is an excellent example of the Academy's decline. One of the several towers that once held student dormitories on the higher floors and lecture hall halls below, Tessin Tower had all but been deserted for nearly a decade before its patrons recently pledged to fund a renovation of the vacant dormitory tower into alchemical laboratories and lecture halls. But as Ravnul's rebellion progressed to full independence, the Tassin family's allegiance to House Thrun cost them dearly, and they withdrew their financial support from the project. Today, the entire tower is unused and believed vacant by the Academy's administration. The tower is made out of Kentargo's distinct silver-streaked stone. It is eight stories tall with a conical tile roof. Stone stairs run along the inside wall of each level. The lower five stories have been gutted and abandoned and contain only unfinished walls, empty door frames, and a stone staircase connecting to other levels. Wait, we see this from outside? Yep, as you approach the, the tower. Okay. So that is what you know about Tessin Tower as you show up. So Talon just casually casing the joint. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys can see um, the tower's eight stories, but if you look at the structure here and over there, you can see there's no way anybody's living in that floor. So I would say the first five stories are probably abandoned. Okay. But the top floors, I'm not sure why they started building the tower from the top. Uh, maybe it's a wizard thing, but the... Uh, that's where the action is. I'd say the, the top three floors is where we're going to find whoever is located in, in what was the name of it? Tessin Tower. Tessin. T-E-S-S-E-N? T-A-N-E-S-S-E-N. Tassin? Tanessin? Tanessin, yeah. Tanessin. That works. That's, that's where we're going to find people in Tanessin Tower. You also notice that the stairs, unlike the rest of the lower levels, have been recently used. Uh. Hmm. So it looks like there's some, some use here. Uh, these are, you can see, footmarks, little mud. Also, you said this is part of the Alabaster Academy? Yes. So that's like right near where we were. That's not to the east on the Silver Road. Oh, you're absolutely right. I'm I'm blonde. <laughs> and I get... Don't use that. I get confused easily. Like... That is not very helpful. It's just to the south of the Long Road's coffee, coffee house. house. Yes. Okay. Matt, you also notice that the uh, ceilings in on the first floor is about 14 feet high, and you can probably guess that the rest of the floors are about the same height. Okay, I can probably figure that out from looking at the windows, like how yeah. spaced. The tower contains several narrow Gothic windows of leaded or stained glass that are two feet high and four feet wide. You can just kind of tell because they are stained glass or leaded that none of them provide a clear view of the interior of the tower and the interior doors. You can see the few that are there 
are solid wood and particularly dense. You could try and climb the tower if you wanted to, to reach the windows and either like try and pry them open or smash them. But that would be a climb check and an athletics check to do that. Basically going to get to the top floor rather than going up through the tower? Yeah, yeah. What do you have a climb speed? Do you have a climb speed? I do. It's part of the elven background. <laughs> Holy, okay. I took it after all of the mishaps with the ropes. Okay. So you would still have to climb. Uh, what is your climb speed? Ten feet. So Ten feet around. Yeah. So... You could make your way up there. Well, if it's it is would it ten take... feet around or ten feet in action, because that would be thirty feet around. Uh, uh, thirty feet around. Yes, sorry. So you would definitely need to climb to at least the sixth floor to try and um, get to where the there is stained glass window. So if each room is about fourteen feet high, it would it's take you a couple. Feet. It would take me. About 18 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So you could do that, or you could climb all the way up to the very top, which is the eighth floor, if you'd like, and, you know, break open those windows. Look at the group. What do we want to do? I mean, you and I could get up to the eighth floor, but the issue would be if we get into the eighth floor and then the stuff from the seventh and sixth floor comes up to us, if we have to retreat, I don't know who's going to be able to get away fast. We could flank them. I could come up from behind. Wink, wink. Right. But being two floors away, I don't know how much benefit that would... I I think that it probably would be best for everyone if we just went up through the tower normally. We're less likely to get pinched in between things. Significant look at ooh. Seems like something she'd react to. She's grinning. This tower will never not look like a big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just to remind everyone, everyone has one hero point. Except for Knife Sword, who has two. How would you all like to go up the stairs? Like marching order? Yeah. We're going to walk up them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Uh, Twin Talon will go first to keep an eye out for traps and whatever. All right. Um, now, what's interesting is it looks like these are, these are circular steps. So Twin Talon, you're going to go first. Who's behind Twin Talon? Are these narrow steps? Like, uh, the, is the the corridors going up the steps are very narrow? Yeah, you could fit one across. So we're going single file. Yes. I will stay at the back. I think that if anything came up from the back end, I'd be a good tank to absorb any blows. Mm-hmm. And, fend pe- and fight people off. Okay. So who's taking the rear? <laughs> yeah, she's taking blows from the rear. Yeah. Yep. Brianna, oh. Knife Sword, Soraya? Not sure where I'm near. Probably directly behind me. I would feel more comfortable <laughs> if there was someone well-armored right behind me. Sure. Yeah. She'll hang out probably closer to cover the retreat because I have AOE attacks. Okay. Great. And Tasani? Where is Tasani? Uh, Tasani will... She's just coming up behind. Like She could just jump down the tower if she wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know what the situation is, but she can fly. So her escaping the tower isn't an issue. Can you see through her eyes by any chance? No. No. Okay. But um, can you speak with her? No. Okay. Never mind. I had a lot of ideas. Beastmaster versus uh, familiar. Yeah. 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 She's an animal companion, so we can communicate. But it's not like we can't like have a conversation if that ma- if that makes sense. Like she understands me, like giving her commands to do stuff. But right. 
Okay. I mean, those are options that I have. I just haven't taken them. Yeah. So I, I've I've moved you to a new map. I see. The, this is kind of the marching order that you're in. Before you get to this floor, however, Matt, give me two thievery checks, please. All right. I'm pretty good at that. Um, is this check a uh, vision based? Uh, yes, you're searching for traps. 31 is my first check. All right. So you managed to climb up the first two floors. Uh, and as you are walking, uh, as you are going up the tri- up the stairs, you notice that there is a tripwire that you manage to see and clear out of the way and disarm before it hits you. Okay, great. Do do I have any sense of what that would have done? Like, is it an alarm or is it like like something that's actually going to attack us? You see that it is actually uh, yes, it is an alarm. You see that it is connected to a very rudimentary trap string of tin cans yeah basically okay i will disarm that uh, and another check you said yes please uh i'm gonna use my hero point because that was a natural one okay let me, mm, let me take that delicious hero point from you all right go ahead and re-roll what the fucking shit oh <laughs> that's two natural ones in a row i have a plus 23 a plus 23 okay can i well can i assist him would that help? It doesn't matter. Natural one's a natural one. It's not, one, it's not it that even that I think that it's 24. I mean, maybe it is, but... So, I was looking over this the other day. The good news is, this is only a regular failure. Because a 24 would have succeeded. But a critical fail only drops it down to a regular failure. So you're not going to take double damage, which is good... But <clears throat> this time, you put your hand on the wall to steady yourself. And as you put your hand on the wall, you suddenly start to hear a hiss. And a green mist starts to fill the room, or the stairwell. I'm going to roll some damage real quick. Oh, boy. It's okay. It's not that bad, honestly. There are mm-hmm. ways... Way worse traps in this game that should have killed people earlier in the game. Like in Vaz's store? Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Twin Talon, are you a... Do you have to breathe air? Uh, Unfortunately. All right. So as you breathe in, you take 18 points of damage as this poison starts to fill your lungs. Please give me a fortitude save. Okay. And this isn't anything I can liberate him from. No. Nope, because he is breathing. I'm sorry. Me too. Does it affect all <laughs> of us or just him? Well, now that I have, you know, initiative, we're going to have to roll initiative. So my fortitude saves a 35. Okay, that is a critical success. So you only take half that damage. Isn't that great? Good luck, ladies, with all of your juggernauts. Oh, wait, no, it's a critical su- success. You take no damage. Are you sure? Uh, no, you take half. So you get nine points back. You get nine points back. All right. And if everyone could please roll me initiativo. All right. Let's go down this, uh, let's go down this list. Soraya, what did you get? 33. Okay. Knife sword. 32. Brianna. 31. Uh, Heidi. Ooh. 30. So we have a 33, a 32, a 31, and a 30. Matt, please 34 or 29, what did you get? Um, if those are my options, I'll take 34, but what I rolled was a 31. Okay, 
Who would like to go first, Brianna or Twin Talon? Twin Talon should go first. He's speedier than I am anyway. Okay. Soraya, what would you like to do? I'm going to assume that I need some kind of proficiency in thievery to try and disarm this thing. Um, no. This is a very basic trap. Cool. Well, I do have a 17 in thievery, um, so I'm gonna... This isn't disable a device? Oh, it, would it, what is disable device under? Oh, it is a disable. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I'm trained in it, but I don't know if you need to be an expert or a master to disable things. Uh, no, you just need to be trained. It's a, it's a thievery trained action. Yes. So I am trained in thievery. It takes two actions to use disable a device. Okay, so I can move up and disable. I'll try to. You actually see that there are multiple holes in the wall, so you can try and disable it from where you are. You actually don't even have to move. Perfect. Um, cool. I'm assuming my alchemy won't give me any kind of bonus because it seems like this is poison, but... No, this is just, uh... Straight up, let's see. It's a 22. A 22 will give you one success towards disabling this. Okay. You have one more action. You can attempt to, like, cover your mouth, hold your breath, something like that. Um... Yeah, she'll pull something up over her mouth and nose just to be safe. All right. So it is now the trap's turn because I'm using... Actually, it is Knife Sword's turn. Knife Sword, you go before the... The hazard. I'm going to wrap my pillowcase over my nose and mouth. Uh, okay. And you said there's holes in the wall? There are holes in the wall. Yes. How big are they? I have to know. Is the pillowcase strapped on like a feed bag? Oh my gosh, please. <laughs> yes. It is full of snacks. Munching away. <laughs> As he's using it to protect himself? Uh, they're probably about the size of, like, a dime. Okay, I'm gonna tear strips off my robe, and I'm gonna stuff each of the holes. Okay, are you tr- Uh, okay. I'm gonna say that's gonna take two actions to do. Okay. And that will give you a plus two bonus to your saving throw. Okay, alright. Alright. Is it a, um, fortitude? Not yet. Okay. Oh, well, actually- it is now the trap's turn, so everybody give me a fortitude save, please. Oh, boy. And Knife Sword, we're adding plus two to your roll. Okay. So, Christine, what did Soraya get? Soraya got a 35. That is a critical success. Haya? Brianna rolled a 28. That is a regular success, but because of Juggernaut, that is a critical success. Heidi? Who got 26. That is a success because of Juggernaut, that is a critical success. Ooh. Matt? 30. 30 is a regular success. Um, and I was wrong. You sh- shouldn't have taken any damage last time from your critical success. So I just gave you nine hit points back as well. Okay. And Rob, what did you get? I got a 21, but then you said a plus two points, so a 23. Uh, that is a regular success. So both Twin Talon and Knife Sword are going to take half damage. So I rolled 10, so you're taking five points of poison damage jeez all right that is the true that is the traps round it is now twin talon's turn all right so twin talon will try to disable the trap and don't you have quick disable oh no that's quick 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 lock pick right i have quick unlock so it still takes you two actions to disable a trap yes gotcha yeah all right go ahead and roll Wow. I rolled a five for a 27. That is a success. That gives you another... You have a total of two successes to disarming this trap. And you have one more action. Surya, I forgot to say you also get a plus two to your roll for covering your face. 
Uh, I actually get a plus three from the poison resistance, um, but I critically succeeded. Anyway. It doesn't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So the last action, I guess, Twin Talon will uh, pull his the scarf, the red scarf that he wears around his his neck and his portrait uh, up over his up <laughs> over his face. All right. That'll give you a plus two to your fortitude save. All right. Brianna. Ah! <laughs> I'm at a loss, mostly because I'm trying to find a way to make this work. Because, yeah. Anyway. Um, um, you can dig in my bag for some of my premixed elixirs, uh, because they not only heal, they give circumstance bonuses against poison. I mean, she's okay. a juggernaut, though. Like, yeah. yeah, but not for, like, not for her, but for, like... You or knife sword or that's it for you or knife sword or Tasani. Yes, uh, yes, Tasani. The fragile, the fragile men in the party who don't have juggernaut. Yes. Well, and and Tasani. And Tasani. Hopefully, she's far away. Sure, that's what we'll Brianna will do. She'll be like, "Excuse me, I'm gonna go around here. I think you have elixirs. Yes. Yes, they're the ones that uh, uh they're they're red. They should be. Okay. Oh, no, red potion. That's that's not a good idea. Sorry. Red potion. Reference for another podcast. Nope. No, the glowing no, orange no, ones no. are the fire ones. <laughs> I'll grab that instead. I mean... <clears throat> That's for Knife Sword. He loves those. <laughs> Spicy! Uh, <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll grab the red potion and... and... Uh, all right. So you grab They're the definitely, orb She definitely and... calls them healing potions, because that's the magical version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's going to take all three actions. One, to grab her bag. Two, to open it. Three, to find the red potion okay Ooh. yo it's getting really foggy and my eyes are tearing up and i'm getting really snotty <sighs> and she runs downstairs and she'll just call me call me when it's done <sighs> it's fine i'll just dry off later you, you you know you're trained in thievery right oh just kidding <laughs> Is there is there a trap like right next to me, can, or can I do it yeah. through people? No, no. There's oh. like holes all along the wall. It's like an Indiana uh, Jones like pressure plate pressure plate arrow trap. So there's okay. holes all along the wall, so you can literally like reach in and try and disable it. Okay, my misunderstanding, y'all. Um. All right, thievery rolled for thirty four. Thirty four is a critical success, which gives you two successes on the disable trap and you manage to find where the gas is coming from and basically close that off and the gas stops <coughs> teamwork she said that, like snot running down her arm from where she like rubbed her nose it'll dry it'll dry um do you not have a, a, a towel or a handkerchief <laughs> No. Do you got a hanky? Here. <laughs> Saraya apparently has like a seemingly unending supply of handkerchiefs and rags. And <laughs> Is she part clown? <laughs> no, she's just very used to having to keep things contained or wrapped up in soft things or mop up spills. Also, can you be keep- part clown? I think either you're a clown or you're not. Like, it's not... It's a new ancestry. Half of your face. Half, just painting half your face? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I th- if you keep, if Ooh keeps pulling on those uh, hankies, is she going to get like underwear at the end of it? Whoa, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking of Matt's half clown thing. I was like, wouldn't it be weird to listen to someone who was a half mime try to talk to you? Do you just get every oh, other word? <laughs> yeah. 
who just blows her nose like a really wet, 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 um, like snotty blow, like <laughs> just this thing. And she like ushers everyone along. Come on, y'all, let's get out of here. I love it. Uh, Twin Town's gonna take a moment on the landing to use his water skin and wash out his eyes and flush out any okay remaining poison. Yeah, it seems like once it, the the gas stopped, it was heavier than air, so it sinks to the ground. Great. We'll deal with that later while we're leaving. Yeah. I, yeah, I assume yeah. there's no way for me to find the reservoir of this and, like, keep it. No. No, Damn. there is. Unless you want to start digging through the walls. Maybe later. All right. So I'm assuming you all continue up the stairs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Boop. I mean, Please adjust yourselves would be as a necessary. Poor time to leave, I guess. We ran into some minor resistance. I guess we should go. Yeah. Right? So the stairs to your right continue up. But you do see that there is some light coming into this room. And what floor is this? This is the sixth floor. Okay, so this is the first one that I thought was inhabited. Yes. Okay, great. You, When you get up here, you notice that this is an empty landing with a dusty pile of lumber stacked in the corner. The stairs lead up in the east to the seventh floor. Ooh, you hear three voices talking. Well, I managed... To capture this one half-orc and uh, tie them up. We got at least three months of work out of him before he dropped dead. Oh, that's pretty good. I would uh, like to see more of us get half-orcs. They're good sturdy stock. Y'all, shut the fuck up. There's some people talking, and they're talking shit about me. I'm aware they're not talking shit about me, but it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, do I know which direction that they're coming from? Uh, the sound is coming from inside the house. No, right. uh, over in this direction that I'm pinging. You actually hear it kind of echoing, like oh, they're in a okay. so from the south. A lar- yes, from the south. Thank you. Okay. From the south, which you, it kind of sounds like someone's in a in a lecture hall, and you know how uh, voices carry in lecture halls. So that is what you hear. There's. There's three dudes. You want to flank them? Let's take from both sides. Okay. They're, I'm telling you, and Brianna, they're up to no good. Okay, what, what is our point? What are we doing? There's a point of order. What are we doing? So, uh, ooh, if you want to flank them, and I guess some of us should go in the right door, and some of us should go in the left door? Is that what your plan is? Yes, and we'll murderously rage and murder them. Or, or not. I speak, I speak calm and well. Okay. I mean, they're, they're slavers, so we should probably deal with them so they can stop enslaving people. Right, right, right. It's a good plan. Okay. But I want them dead. Okay. All right. So I, I'm going to go to the door on the left here. You sure. want to go to the door on the right, and then we can split up the group? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some on one side, some on the other? This worked out well for us before. Always split the party, I think, is what the, the adage is. I, re- I remember I remember that. So I'm going to need everyone to position themselves behind either Ooh or Twin Talon. You you decide. And then we're going to roll Initiativo. And of course, Tesani is following Brianna. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm her favorite. <laughs> Ooh. Don't like that. Do not like that at all. Uh, I'm telling you, I use all my good rolls for Twitch. I get none of my good rolls on the podcast. <laughs> Soraya, what did you get? I got a natural 20 for a 36. Hey, a natural 20 for a 36. You asked. <laughs> wow. 
All right. Haya, what did Brianna get? I don't want to say. I don't roll very well. It's okay. Okay. I rolled a 22. Okay. That's not terrible. Heidi? No. Ooh, got a 34. Okay. Matt? Uh, Twin Talon rolled a 2 for a 27. Okay. And Rob? I rolled a d20 and I got a 20. <laughs> uh, okay. Well... Uh, that's a 20 total, right? Not a... Yes. Okay. Let me let me read what you see, at least what Soraya sees, because she kind of has access to this room now. This large lecture hall has risers descending toward a small oval floor space against the north wall. There is no furniture in this lecture hall, save for a wooden podium adding to the feeling of abandonment. Soraya, you get to go first. Oh, you see one... Uh, I do. I see one guy. He's like, yes. Then that is actually actually a, uh, a gentleman, even though the target the the token is a female token. But that okay. is a gentleman with a crossbow on his back, very close cropped hair. Okay. Um, I just want to. I don't remember if I took something that I was needing to take or not. Uh, so so for our listeners, what? What enemies are in this room? Uh, currently, you see one... Well, uh, oh, yeah. Currently, Soraya just sees one person. Okay. Uh, this gentleman, close-cropped hair. Uh, their back is towards you, and it looks like they're speaking to someone. Yeah, and then Ooh said that there were three. So I do have Farlobber. They're 30 feet away, which is exactly where I need them to be uh, for my for far attack. I'm going to throw a moderate blight bomb at them. Okay. Um, just so you know, at the at the angle you're at, they're going to get a plus one for the doorway. Okay. Um, Is that okay? I just I just want to make sure you could move. Uh, if you move I back, I have a to square. step into the room. I feel. Or yeah, I guess if I if I was here, they wouldn't. Well, no, because if I if I move back a square, I can't see them at all. You can't see them at all. Yeah. So yeah. you would have so to I'll, move I'll in. I'll stay there. Okay. You just give them a plus one. Yeah, and I'm going to also use my calculated splash and see if I can't get a 15-foot cone instead of just one in every direction. Okay. Nat fucking 20. Two in a row. First, com- <laughs> first combat roll. <laughs> and you crit. Okay, well, let's first off, let's draw a critical hit card. Ooh, yes, see what yes. you get. Okay. Bomb or spell. The target is dazzled until the end of my next turn. It's called Pretty Colors. Okay. Ooh, pretty Colors. <laughs> so we're going to dazzle them. Yes. Even with their plus one that they got from the doorway, you definitely hit. Uh, and then again, the 15 foot splash is two poison splash. Okay. I will figure And It's a 15 foot cone. Correct. Okay. Um, the damage is 2d6 poison plus 2d4 persistent. So I'll just roll the 2d6 now and double it. Oh, damn. So it's 8 poison off the bat and then 2d4 persistent on them. Okay, let me give them some persistent damage. With a Z. Yep. 2d4 and what what type of damage is it? Poison. Poison. I'm taking some inspiration from the trials we just went through. I mean, fair. Ooh, is your initial damage poison as well? Yes, it is. Okay. Good to know. Does it seem like they're actually taking the damage? It doesn't look like the eight went through. Damn. Okay. It was like a waste of a crit. No, they're dazzled, though. 
they are dazzled. That's true. <laughs> and that was one action, right? Yes. Oh yeah, that is one action. Cool. I'm gonna then I'm gonna go for the tried and true uh, alchemist fire. Okay. Because that's always worth it. Uh, and that is a twenty-three to hit. Twenty-three will miss. Okay. Um, I'm going to take. I'm going to drink a mist form elixir then. Okay. I get concealed for five minutes. Uh, okay. That's, uh, new? Uh, I've had it for a while. I haven't used it. Uh, so, the creature that I'm concealed from must succeed at a flat check when targeting you with an attack, spell, or other effect. So, yep. Um, cool. You're concealed, you said? Yep, for five minutes. Alright, next up is Ooh. Ooh is gonna, uh, rage, obviously, because she's mad. Um, Yes. And then she's gonna... Uh, I had it. Sudden charge. I'm assuming that they're they're about in range of me. I think, um, because my speed is 25, right? Uh, I think. Yes. Yes, my speed is 25. Yes. Okay. And I was trying to, to decide if I wanted if I if it was worth doing something else. It's fine. Um, so who's gonna run into the room? Oh, are we assuming that my battle axe is still up, or? Uh, like yeah, I'll say you. Outside? I'll, I'll say you. I mean, you guys are going up, not just like do 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 whatever. I'm assuming you have have uh, yeah, your weapons so, out. So, ooze rage. She's gonna run into the room. Don't forget, with mighty rage, you can give um. Give someone else rage, or there's. One other option I think you have. I forget. Uh, I can share my rage. Two additional. Or kip up, I believe. Kip up only works if that's I'm. That's not on. a rage action, is it? Oh no, that's not a rage thing. Um. Oh, she can do the uh, uh, come at me, bro, or whatever it is. Called. Oh yeah, come, come, come and uh, get me. Come and get me. That's right. I'm flat-footed and damage rolls against me gain a two plus two circumstance bonus. If the creature hits me, then it is flat-footed to me. Until the end of my next turn. Not interested in doing that at this time. I am gonna run into the room and start swinging now. I'm not perfect. Happy. Okay, so now that you're actually in this room, okay. you do see that there are three people in here. The one that is kind of dazed by the pretty colors, a bald-headed woman, and a which is this one who sees you run in, and then there is a woman with very large armor and a club. All right. Um, can I shout to my friends as a free action? Sure. Um, y'all, there are some three baddies, one with a club. Watch yourselves. Um, and I will take a swing against the one that is dazzled. Okay. Thanks, ooh. We don't call it the other side. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> I would like to re-roll that, please. Would you like to use a hero point? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. No, no. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. Hey, guys. No, no, no. Luck of the draw. 17 Not on the die fault. for a 37. Uh, a 37 will hit the dazzled one. Perfect. Did you hit it? Oh, I'm sorry. I lied to you. It critically okay. hits. I was gonna say I hope the that's one. a crit. 
37 is a critical hit. Please right. draw a critical hit card. I would love to. Nice. We're just going to keep stacking crits called, on this one. Um, with a battle axe, is that piercing, slashing? Blooded? Slashing. 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 Oh, oh, oh. It's called decapitation. And oh, no. yes. Yes. Trip, triple damage. The target must yes. be a fortitude save or die. <laughs> Okay, what is your class DC? Class DC is 30. And I have to make a fortitude save or die. I hope you die. Okay. My favorite. Okay. Natural one, baby. Let's go. That is a 12 (laughs) on the die. (laughs) That could be. With a plus 17, it gives me a 29, which is one less as you decapitate this poor, poor Scarlet Triad member who was just just talking about, you know, how they captured a half-orc and, uh... Worked you know, them to death? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right, I'm gonna work you to death. <laughs> they're dead. Yes, they are. You hate to see it, so they're dead. Woohoo! All right, first kill. Uh, so that was two actions. One, oh no, that was all three. That was a rage, a move, and a murder. Correct. Okay, cool. My turn. You see, uh, you hear the, the bald-headed woman go, ha! Ah! Uh, as their friend's head rolls to their feet. And she is going to move up the stairs which is difficult terrain. So five, that's actually five, 15, 25. They're going to draw out a crossbow and they are going to load it. And that is all three of their actions. I guess if you're just dicking around, (laughs) your first round is going to be pulling weapons and stuff. Yeah, it's going to really suck. Twin Talon. It is your turn. Cool. So Twin Talon is going to move to this position. So he moves in the door, kind of assesses the situation, uh, and... You see a head on the floor like a soccer ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he <laughs> will run up next to the... You said it's a, a woman with a club? Yes. Um, the club is over her shoulder like the picture. Uh, she seems fairly armored. Uh, and you're next to the lectern at the base of this hall. Yep. So Twin Talon's going to kind of run in and uh, attack this flat-footed individual. Oh, let me make them flat-footed real quick. You know, because they haven't had their initiative yet. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Jerk face. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead and kill this one. That seems presumptuous. Oh, look, another two Uh, for 23. That is a miss. I have no words for this. This is such bullshit. Okay, Uh, until exasperatedly attack again. Okay. And a two for a 19. Uh, that will just regular miss. Cool. Uh, and then Taysani's gonna move. 5, 10, 15. So, 15 gets her through the doorway. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40. Okay, so she kind of sails around the room to get on the opposite side, um, that she came in from the club lady. And she's going to be Screaming in its face, anticipating uh, Brianna coming from the other direction. Okay. Well, it is now the lady with the club's turn. She's going to step forward towards 
ooh. Onto the corpse of her friend. Onto the corpse of her friend, yes. And she is going to swing her great club at ooh. Swing in the great club with a 10 on the die for a 32. A uh, hit. That's a hit. Great. Ooh is going to take five points of damage. But what's even better is now Ooh is knocked prone. That doesn't seem better. Oh, boy. I, oh, I'm sorry. Better for me. Oh, okay. Rude. And then they are going to they're going to use Pummeling Fury, uh, Flurry. I get to make a great club and a kick attack, taking the appropriate negatives. Uh, if they both hit, they combine the damage for the purpose of resistance and weaknesses. Is that a single action? Yep. Wow. A Pummeling Fury, second great club strike at a minus five. Uh, but the, the thing is, the target must be prone. So... So, another 10 on the die for a 27. Since Ooh is now prone and flat-footed, that is a hit. So she's going to take 16 points of damage. And here comes the kick at a minus 8. That is a 6 on the die for a 19, which will miss. And then that's its turn. So I have a question. Why did, yes. why did Ooh fall down? So, Ooh fell down from the club. So, does club have the knockdown ability? Effect. Knockdown. Yes, it has the knockdown. The monster's last action was a success. The strike that lists knockdown in its damage entry. The monster knocks the target prone. So, knockdown doesn't take an action? Because I think it takes monsters an action. It's just like a free trip. Like, you don't have to make the check. You just spend the action, and they fall down. Oh, okay. Well, then, I could not do the... The monster's last action was a success with a strike. Yes, it is one action. So, ooh, I'm going to give you back the damage that I did to you, which was 16. So here's 16 hit points back. Whoop. Cool, thanks. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you for cu- catching me on that, Matt. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I just remember that came up previously. Yeah. With someone with a club I, in this adventure, yeah. like in this book. Yeah. All right, Brianna, it is your turn. Brianna wakes from her stupor since she is very slow. Um... And we'll come around five, 10, um, 15. I'm going to say she probably has her, her shield and scimitar out yep. this time. So she'll double move and strike. All right. And then next time I'll do what I want to do initially. Anyway, let us do some rolling. 34. 34 will hit. Beautiful. Take 16 points of damage. Ow. That is my turn. Okay. Knife sword. It is your turn. All right. I'm going to... How much of this have I heard? It's echoing, so you hear a lot of it. So you I... hear the thick, the sickening thud of a head hitting the ground. So I know there's a scuffle going on. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. You also hear ooh hit the ground. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to cast uh, mage armor on myself. Oh, look at you. And then I'm going to peek into the room. All right. Let's see. Who's who here? I will cast... Shoot. Sorry. Let's be easy. I'm going to do magic missile. Okay. No sense getting too crazy, crazy right now. All right. It's just the first room. I'm sure there's more in here than three dudes. Yeah. Also, mage armor lasts now until the next time you prepare. So it lasts all day. You could literally cast it as soon as you wake up in the morning. And it would just last all day. Oof. I am... 
really low on spells. All yeah, right. you guys haven't really rested very much. Seven damage. Seven damage. Boom. Okay. It is now the top of the next round. But before, Soraya, before you go, it is time to end this episode. So you will take your turn when we get back next week. I hope the die roller likes me better next week. Because this has really been a bullshit day. (laughs) May the die gods ever be in your fingers. Just kind of pretend I'm the GM. Thank you for listening to the Crack Die Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape, because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path, are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. 